The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Friday, April 21st edition, and I hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Interesting Thursday slate to say the least. Uh, pitching, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Thor was not Thor, but he still got 25 plus points. Paxton got beat up. Strasburg was okay. Duffy was good. It's very all around interesting that on the mound. Bat for bat. Um, he had Wade Miley and Feldman dueling. You had Kashner throwing a gem. A very, very interesting night on the diamond. And like I like to say, tis baseball. <clears throat> Moving on to tonight, though, we have an awesome 15-game slate. Definitely not um, not for the, uh, the, the week at heart, I'd like to say, because... There are a ton of pitching options depending on what angle you want to go. There's the safer, quote-unquote, safer options. As we know after last night, though, safe does not always mean it's going to work. But there are the, quote-unquote, safer options. There are your definite GPP plays. Some really, really enticing high, high risk, <clears throat> high, high reward plays. There are a ton of stacking options. There's your obvious ones in Coors and then... There are some really, really enticing matchups elsewhere. There are some value stacks that um, definite GPP. They might go for complete goose eggs, but uh, they are in very, very, very nice situations that are there to just blow up for you. So let's attack this. I'm going to break it down on a game by game. Then I'll go back and I'll kind of go position by position really quick. This might be a little longer than normal, but there's a ton to go over. So I want to cover it all for you. Um, I was pumped going over the slate, so I hope we make some money on this. It's, there's a lot, lot to like, a lot of different angles. So always feel free to hit me up on Twitter at BDentric. Uh, I'll give you my two cents. Um, some of you have hit me up. Some of you DM me. Whatever. I've, I'm always there to help when I'm available. I do work during the day and I have other stuff going on at night. But anything, anytime I can help, I'm always there to help. So let's get into it. Pitching. Our highest priced option is one Corey Kluber. On the road against the Chicago White Sox, Kluber ten thousand eight hundred dollars. 
Oh no, he's got a 6.38 ERA. Run for the hills, folks. Run. Don't play him. Please don't. Don't. Don't play him. I love Corey Kluber tonight. Give me some Corey Kluber at $10,800. I don't care. He's got a 26.1% strikeout rate. Like I told you, his ERA is in the high sixes. His Sierra, which is his estimated ERA, where it's going to hopefully end up where, is, where he's going, what his stuff is showing, all these stats, is 3.53. It's just showing you that what's happening right now is not Corey Kluber. We know who Corey Kluber is. This is not him. Regression is coming, folks. Don't you want to be on board for that? 26.1% K percentage. The White Sox strike out over 20% of the time. The White Sox offense is bad. Uh, they'll go off maybe one, once, maybe twice a week, maybe. You need to attack the White Sox as often as possible. People are going to stray away. There's other options. I love Corey Kluber. Great upside tonight. He will be in some of my lineups. Another great option, Justin Verlander, $10,300. Yes, 5.71 ERA. Oh, no. Run for Z Hills. He, um, his People forget. Yeah, he got beat up in Cleveland. Four innings, 11 hits, nine earned, four Ks. Prior to that, seven innings, zero earned runs against Boston. Then that good old White Sox team we talked about, six and a third, two earned, 10 strikeouts. Both 20-plus point performances. You can't let one start screw you up. People do say in baseball, this is a thing I've heard for years, a good pitcher pitches good two out of every three starts. That's a good pitcher. A great pitcher pitches like three out of four. Baseball is baseball. You're not going to be perfect. Um, Justin Verlander will be just fine. He is in an interesting matchup. He's in Minnesota. We've seen the, the runs have been down there because the weather has been frigidly cold. We, I mentioned it like a week ago. We need to take advantage of certain situations right now where the weather is really, really cold. Minnesota is this. It's been wet, cold, but his Sierra, like I just mentioned with Kluber, Verlander's ERA is 5-4-1. His is on pace to go to 3-4-3 right now. It is the best projected pace on the slate tonight. Regression is there as well. He's striking out 27.8% of batters he faces, and um, – the Twins strike out 22.3% of the time. Sure, you got the hard contact of like a uh, <clears throat> a Sano, Kepler's hitting the ball hard, Grossman, Dozier. There are things to worry about. Have a hedge stack. Nothing wrong with that. That's the one thing that's really intriguing about tonight's card. Some of these really, really good pitching options, like we saw yesterday, I would not be surprised to say the Twins got the Verlander just because they do have talented guys that can go deep. But I trust Verlander to strike out a ton of guys. That's like, look at Thor. He gave up runs, but he struck out so many guys, he still got you 25-plus points. I'll take that. On a night like tonight where all hell could easily break loose, give me a piece of that pie. I will gladly, gladly take that. So, yes, um, uh, Verlander definitely in play for me. Going on to uh, Johnny Lester, 10-6 at Cincinnati. People will overlook this play because it's in Great America Small Park. Um, the, the Reds do have great history. Those that are diehard BVP people. I mentioned BVP on the podcast, but I like, I, mean, I always preface, take it with a grain of salt. It's rarely ever has a big enough sample size to mean anything. It's just there to be kind of, you know, back of the mind, last minute kind of help stuff. But um, as in, a, in his career, the Reds have hit him as a team, like guys like Biller Hamilton. They love it. They, and the Reds like to run. You can run on Lester. He does not hold guys on very well. But again, 25.1% K rate. They strike out almost 23% of the time. They People see that ballpark and they run. Look how well Wade Miley just pitched. Ubalo Jimenez. Pitchers like that just shut down 
Baltimore. Now you're bringing in an ace, one of the most consistent pitchers in all of baseball, and John Lester. I'll roll the dice that he keeps it, keeps it going. Another great option. Um, and then our fourth high-priced option. All four are very good quality. You have Jacob DeGrom, $10,200. Um, he will be at home against the Washington Nationals. This one's a bit scary because he's against the Nats. His offense is very, very high power. There's no doubt about that. But, um, again, another high high strikeout, 24.4%. Out of these four, I've mentioned the Nats strike out the least out of the four opponents. But DeGrom has that big, big K upside. He would be the, if I had to rank these four, he would be the fourth I'd use out of them. But I would not completely ignore him is what I'm trying to say. Um, the Nats have the lowest implied team total on the slate of 302 Left-handed Nats bats hit .263 off, or left-handed bats hit 2.6, or .263 off Verlander. Let me get that correct to start the season. Um, people will see he's a heavy fave, which helps, but let's not get into that because this game is a lot closer, and I think that line is um, Tanner Rourke is no complete joke. But um, DeGrom should not be looked over here just because it is the Nats. The Nats are a very good team. I wouldn't be afraid to play some Nats bats, but um, Jacob DeGrom, very much in play. i go Verlander, Kluber, Lester DeGrom out of those top four if I had to go that direction. Just keep those four in mind as your top four priced pitching options tonight. Then we drop down to Johnny Cueto. I'm only mentioning this. I know it's in Coors, so with so many options tonight, I wouldn't go this route. But this is what makes this slate so cool is there are some really, really, really fun GPP angles. This is one of them. Johnny Cueto actually pitches phenomenally as, okay, let me phrase this, as phenomenally as you can in Coors. We know there's really good chances that stuff goes really wrong in Coors. But um, against this same Rockies team, given San Francisco last week, seven and six hits, two earned six Ks. But against the Rockies, a lot of them have good history against him, but he limits damage because he gets a lot of soft contact in that ballpark. Obviously, that is great. Um, he's only 8,100, so you're getting a massive price drop because you're in Coors. He strikes out 22.5% of batters while the Rockies strike out almost 21% of the time. Um, but it's Coors, so buyer beware. Obviously, the Rockies have a 5.23 implied team total, but uh, he does have good numbers. It is a GPP-only Massive roll of the dice. Massive, massive roll of the dice. I, I'm i not even sure I'll have any of him, but I just wanted to bring it up that he has pitched well in coolers in the past. He knows how to make speeds and get it done. So something to think about there. Um, another GPP only play tonight, Taiwan Walker, 7,900, going up against the Los Angeles Dodgers. If this was in L.A., I'd be all over Taiwan at Arizona. At at Coors Light, not so much. That's what's, this slate. You have Coors Field. You have Coors Light. You have a very good matchup in uh, Milwaukee to attack, and a great matchup in Anaheim to attack. Lots of good hitting matchups. Taiwan actually threw pretty darn well his uh, last go round against the Dodgers in LA. Five innings, four hits, one earned, seven Ks. We were all over him. Got you twenty four DraftKings points in San Francisco. Uh, at home against San Francisco. Uh, he had a big 7K night, but then at San Francisco, he got beat up. It's just kind of roll the dice with Taiwan. You don't know which one you're going to get. Still has a below four ERA. He brings a, uh, I was just looking at it. Where was it? 
He brings a uh, around a 20% strikeout rate. The, the Dodgers strike out about 21% of the time. So you're hit and miss there. The Dodgers have the third highest implied team total on the slate of 4.89. Um, right-handed batters are going to hit are hitting Walker better than lefties at the moment. Keep that in mind. Um, the ball just flies out of that park. So very much risky GPP play. The Dodgers offense has just been dreadful. Um, if you want to talk about a right-handed batter that's not there anymore, Forsyth is gone. So there's something positive there. You'll probably be starting in the lineup. Uh, little things to look at there, but um, GPP play in Taiwan Walker, I wouldn't completely rule him out, but dicey play. Another dicey play would be Sean Manaya at 7,800 at home against the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners love hitting lefties, so this is dicey as it gets. Manaya bringing a 5 5 1 ERA into play. Looked great his last start out against Houston, five innings, one earned, six Ks. He just has control issues. He walked five guys. His last two starts, he had 10 Ks in his start before that and five and a third. So he's just, it's all about control with him at the moment. Um, but high K upside going up against the Mariners team that, uh, God. Mariners team that strikes out 21.6% of the time. And uh, they have an implied team total of 3.56 tonight. That is the fourth light, lowest on the slate. So definitely something to look at there. He's doing he's dominating left-handed batters to start the season. They have a ton of right-handed options though. So it's a dicey matchup. Another GPP only play, but high K upside. Late night play. Many will forget about it. Many will just move right along because they'll see oh the Mariners they rake lefties and hey I'll have lefty I'll, I'll have a Mariners stacker too. Not no doubt about that. But Manaya has shown that he can he can he can get it done and I will not avoid that completely. Another very interesting play. I kind of like this in GPP and cash. CC Sabathia, seventy four hundred. We played CC his last time out against. Um, he, tonight he's going up against the Pirates in Pittsburgh. Great hitters ballpark. Doesn't get the DH, which is another plus. Uh, we played him his last time out against St. Louis at home. Seven and a third, three hits, one earned, six strikeouts. We were worried about strikeouts his first two starts. We get six against St. Louis. He's got a 147 ERA, a 104 whip. He's just been consistently pedaling across, getting it done. He's going up against the Pirates team that strikes out 23.3% of the time. And they struggle mightily against left-handed pitching. This is a really sneaky spot. Everybody keeps looking past CCS. I pretty much, I'm giving you almost the same speech I gave you last week when he threw against St. Louis. I like him. Um, there's always CC blow up potential, but uh, 7400 allows you to mix and match with some higher price bats or higher price pitching, whatever you prefer. Uh, pretty good cash gameplay. He's going to get you kind of a safe, you know, I'd say 15 to 20, I'd hope. Um, maybe higher potential if the strikeouts are there. And then a good GPP option as well if he goes off. You never know. And he'll be extremely low owned. That's what makes him a good GPP play. On this slate, with 15 games, 30 teams to choose from, ownership should not be your concern tonight. It really shouldn't. I'll keep saying low owned because if you get that really low owned guy that goes off, that is even huge, like really, really huge. But worried about high ownership, I wouldn't worry as much on a 15 game slate because it's going to be spread out pretty good. Like those four high priced pitchers I mentioned, diversity should pretty much, I'd say max 25% on some of those guys. It should get spread out pretty good. So you'll be okay. Next up, Alex Cobb, 7,100 versus the Houston Astros. Cobb, right-handed batters hit him better than lefties. Keep that in mind. Astros have a lot more new lefties there, so that's something to look up to. 
Uh, good K upside here. He got beat up his last start out at Boston with no strikeouts, but then prior to that against the Yankees, struck out seven and uh, looked very, very dominant. Yeah, his start against Boston was shaky, but two prior starts, very, very solid stuff. Going up against the Astros, um, who have an implied team total of 398. They're hitting a. Or another, yeah, lefty. Actually, lefties are hitting them way better than righties. I misread that. Sorry. My bad. But. Um, so that, that that bodes well for him. So GPP only in Alex Cobb. A uh, couple more. Adam Connolly, GPP and cash, 7K. The lefty going up against San Diego. They hit Corbin pretty well. I like a little bit of their bats there, but they do strike out a ton. And that bodes well for Connolly. He's pretty stable as it comes. Uh, yeah, they're striking out 25.1% of the time. So give me some Adam Connolly at 7,000. Uh, Drew Promer at 6,700. Nice GPP only play against Baltimore. Always risky against Baltimore. Camden Yard, the ball does move out of there. Don't be fooled by that. But Pomeranz has a huge K upside of his own at 26.5%. And the Baltimore bats struggle against lefties. Really, really struggle against lefties. Um, so something to keep in mind there. He already faced them once this year. And he looked really damn good. He has uh, six innings, four hits, one earned, six strikeouts. I was like at 24.5 DraftKings points. God, you give me that right now. I am so happy. And then a couple more GPPs. Really dicey one would be the one and only Willie Peralta at 5,700 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals do strike out a bit. Their offense is dreadful. But Willie Peralta can get beat up quite a bit, especially by left-handed bats. So buyer beware there. Matt Carpenter definitely in play tonight. Last but not least, the ultimate GPP play of the night because all you care about is like 10-plus points. Give me some Alex Meyer of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I want people to let me know. Please tweet me if you're playing. Show me your lineup if you're playing Alex Meyer. I want to know if you're playing Alex Meyer at BD Intrick. I'm pumped on this. He can get a goose egg. Give me all the shit you want. I don't care. For $4,700, how many times this year have we played these cheap, cheap options and, you know, boomer bust? And it works out pretty well most of the time. This kid has huge K upside. He's the number eight prospect in their farm system. He's given him a spot start. If he pitches well, he might stick around and get rid of Ramirez. Um, really good stuff. Really good K upside. His problem's always been controlling walks. The Toronto offense is seriously the worst in all of baseball statistically. I won't read them all off to you. And they're the worst against right-handed pitching right now. They are dreadful. I'd be worried about, like, maybe Kevin PR, Kendrys Morales. If you're playing Alex Meyer, make a little Toronto stack to make you sleep better. Because if he sucks, it'll go off and you'll be the happiest man alive. But $4,700, people. There are so many bats worth more than Alex Meyer's today. And you're going to play them. Alex Meyer at $4,700 with that K upside against that Toronto offense. If he gives you five innings and five Ks against three runs, you are, you are, you are skipping skipping to the cash line if the rest of your bats show up if you make the right lineup. So Alex Meyer at $4,700, GPP play of the night. You can match him up with any of those four top $10,000 arms I mentioned, and you can pretty much stack Coors or any other offense you want and be so happy. So Alex Meyer at $4,700, enjoy. Let's get into the bats. We're going to go game by game right here. Check it off of Boston at Baltimore. Drew Pomeranz versus Dylan Bundy is filling in on this one. I didn't have any Bundy information because when I made these notes, he wasn't the starter, so it just got changed. 
I still wouldn't throw him against Boston's bats right now. It's just too dicey. K upside is there if you want to roll the dice, but I'd stay away. Um, the total in that game is eight and a half. Boston implied team total of four two two. Baltimore four two eight. Uh, the Boston side of things, I'm looking at Mitchie Moreland, 3,700 at first base. Just raking a doubles machine. If you want to go for a GPP play, the price tag is so high, it's stupid, but no one's going to own him. Like I mentioned, high ownership you don't worry about tonight. Low ownership could be the difference in the game. Panda, $4,300. He's sneakily been hitting the ball. I literally might not have any of him tonight. I just want to bring up his name. Panda at $4,300 is a sneaky play tonight against a hard thrower like Bundy. Panda can hit the fastball, folks. I saw it for years in San Francisco. It is a very interesting play tonight at $4,300. Will not be owned by anybody. And in that ballpark in uh, in Baltimore, it's a very sneaky play. I am intrigued by Panda. I might change my mind and play him the more I think about it. Mookie Betts at 5400 is a high price tag, but he loves a as narrative street as this sounds hitting in Baltimore. But um, he he just he's a great great hitter. Period. He's on the streak he's on against Bundy. Betts is a great play at 5400. And Ben Intendi, the price tag has gone up and it's gone up and made me very angry. He's 4400, which is a little too expensive for my blood. Play him if you want, but that's too pricey for me. Uh, I'd probably just do like a two-man stack of Moreland and Betts to tell you the truth, but uh, that's about as far as I go with Boston. I wouldn't go too. I wouldn't go too heavy on Boston. There's way better spots tonight for Baltimore against Pomeranz. If you are fading Pomeranz, you're looking to likes like Trey Mancini. He's 3,300 first base outfield eligible, and he just mashes baseball. See, see baseball, hit baseball. That's what he does oh so well at the moment. Um, you got the likes of uh, Manny Machado, 4,600. He hits righties better than lefties, but he's also Manny Machado. So we don't worry too much about that stuff. Trumbo, 44. Jones, 43. Wellington Castillo's 3,600. He hits lefties extremely well behind the dish. He's a good catching option tonight. But as a whole, I wouldn't go too deep into Baltimore. I know they have a good implied team total, but uh, their bats are so hit and miss right now. Better places to target tonight. If they go off, tip your cap. But there will be other offense to target this evening. Yankees at Pittsburgh. Yankees 4.01 team total. Pittsburgh 3.99. Gives you a total on the game of 8. Sabathia, Glasnow. We got four. You know, we're going to target Glasnow. If this was in Yankee Stadium, we would stack the living crap out of the Yankees. But being in Pittsburgh in that ballpark, and again, like I said with the last game, there's so many better options tonight. We'll kind of pick and choose. Like Matt Holliday is a good play. First base off of eligible at 37. Greg Bird's a good play at 32. Starling Castro at 33. I love Chase Headley. He's so cheap at three grand. If you need a little cash relief somewhere, Headley at 3K is great. Better in Yankee Stadium, but he's still good at 3K here. Gardner at 36. Ellsbury at 35. Judge 35. If you want a really cheap outfielder, if he's in the lineup, this is tough because there's no DH, so he probably gets screwed on this one. But if he's in the lineup for some reason, Aaron Hicks at $2,800 is a great play. Uh, he's mashing the ball. Uh, but with no DH, could be interesting there. Same with and that could be for Holiday and Bird. It can make things interesting there as well. So keep an eye on that with no no DH situation in Pittsburgh. But um, it's a good matchup against Glasnow because he's just getting beat up all over the ballpark right now. But in that ballpark, it's less than ideal. Uh, for the Pirates against CC Cervelli at 3K hits lefties very well. Switch hitting Josh Bell. Hit a home run the other day at 3,100 if you're going that route. Freeze 3K against the lefty. Mercer leading off at 3K and a catch at 43. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't go heavy on Pittsburgh. Their bats are pretty dreadful, but uh, those are decent plays actually. If you want to, if you want to have a little fade CC in your life, it's not the worst plays. Right-handed bats are hitting pretty, hitting about three ten off a of CC. Um, not horrible. There's better spots tonight, but not horrible. Atlanta at Philly. Atlanta implied team total three nine one. Philly four oh nine. Bartolo, big sexy Cologne versus Jeremy Hellickson. For the Bravos, going up against Hellickson, lefties are hitting, hitting Hellickson pretty decent to a clip about 307 at the moment. Freddie Freeman, folks, $4,600 in that ballpark. Give me all the Freddie Freeman you can, given there's going to be other great first baseman targets, but he definitely needs to be in a handful of your lineups tonight at $4,600. I'm not saying go all in on the Braves, but if you do make a little stack, don't forget about guys like Brandon Phillips at 3,500. He's actually swinging a pretty good stick right now. Matt Kemp is back. He's 4,100. Small sample, but he's 7 for 19 with a double, triple, and a home run off of Hellickson. Back to the left-handed side of things. we got Enciarte at 38 and Marquecas at 36. So you go a little two-man or three-man. You go Freeman Kemp or Freeman Kemp Marquecas or Enciarte Freeman Kemp, something like that. Little mini stack there of Braves. It's not the worst thing. There's still better options tonight, but that's one of your kind of lower owned stacks. And if it goes off, that'll move you up the leaderboards really well. So keep that. Keep the Braves in mind. Not a huge play as Hellickson's been okay actually this year, but it could it could pay off nicely. Moving over to the Phillies implied team total of four point oh nine. Uh, lefties are mashing Bartolo this year to a clip of three thirty one. Cesar Hernandez price tag went up a bit at 3400 Still a very solid play. Odebel Herrera at 4K. Uh, Saunders did not play yesterday. He left scratch with an injury. If Daniel Navas batting second at 3200 could be an interesting GPP play. I'm not huge on him, so it's GPP only. But if you want to go a little Cesar Herrera, just 1-2. Maybe sprinkle Nava in. Or go Cesar Odebell, and then go with the right-handed bat of Franco, who doubled at Homer yesterday. He looks like he might be heating up in that ballpark against Cologne. He just he's just trying to locate a soft fastball. So if he hangs one, it's very hittable in that park. Um, again, just like Atlanta, don't go all in on Philly. Better options tonight, but it's sneaky low-owned options right there. Not bad. Houston at Tampa. Houston three point nine eight implied team total. Tampa four point oh two. Mike Fires versus Alex Cobb. Both teams strike out a ton, but we will look. At Houston first, uh, lefties are mashing Cobb. Brian McCann, 3,100, 6 for 12, two homers, uh, career off Cobb. Not a lefty, but Yeski Gurdiel, if you're looking for a cheap first baseman, he's 3,100, and he's just on fire the last four or five days. He's really hitting the ball really, really well. In the past, righties have actually hit Cobb pretty well. So these are just kind of early sample size stats. Um, so keep that in mind if you want a cheap first baseman there. Altuve is always good at 45, Correa 44, Springer 42, Beltran finally went yard. I love how I prefaced on the pod yesterday. He's struggling mightily, but you got to mention because the price tag is just too cheap and he can mash. And what's he do yesterday? He finally goes yard. So Beltran's a really good hitter. 3,500 is too cheap for him every day. He's just been so inconsistent right now. And then, Jay, uh, and then Josh Reddick at 3,400 is very cheap in this matchup again. Like a McCann, Beltran, Reddick will be super low owned. Um, Again, I keep saying this because it's so true on a big slate. Because there's better spots, but that's a sneaky low on stack of McCann, Beltran, Reddick. Because even in that team alone, everyone's going off to a big Correa Springer. 
Um, that's like a go for broke. It might go for nothing, and the other the rest of the team might go off, but that's a sneaky stack. Tampa Bay, Alex Cobb, uh, pitching for Tampa. For the bats, when you're facing fires, you're looking at uh, both sides, lefties and righties. Righties hit them pretty well, too, but lefties, Lomo, he's batting 500, 5 for 10, small sample, but he's 3,200. Brad Miller, 36. Longo, 41. Mr. I missed the cycle by a single yesterday. Steven Souza Jr. at 3,500. Phenomenal play. Kiermaier, 34. C. Dick, 33. I like the Rays a lot. Their implied team total is 4.02. It's like middle of the pack on the day. Um, I like them a lot. I think this total's low. Uh, I know fire's okay. I know Tampa strikes out a ton. But look what they did yesterday uh, when people thought, you know, Daniel Norris was going to shut them down because of a lefty. Tampa in that stadium, for some reason this year, is just lights out. Um, I love me some, like, Souza, Longo, 1-2. And then you can mix in Kiermaier, Dick, Miller, Lomo, any way you want. I like Lomo a lot tonight. He's always low-owned. He's 3,200. And I could see Lomo easily finding those bleachers in right field. I like Lomo a ton. He stuck out. When I started doing these games, he stuck out like a sore thumb. So I like a raise stack a ton. Uh, center it around Longo and Souza. And then you can go four to five, four to five deep if you want. Cedic, Kiermaier, Miller, Lomo, mix them in there any way you want. I don't care. Um, if you're only having like one or two lineups, probably don't do a race stack, but this will be super low owned. This is not a cash stack. This is a GPP stack. Let me clarify that. But I love the Tampa stack tonight. Love them. GPP stack all day because people will be targeting those other ballparks I mentioned and they'll forget all about this one. And if it goes off, happy times. Washington at Mets, two lowest implied team totals on the slate. We'll probably be taking our hitting elsewhere, but if you want, it's it's Washington's 3.02, Mets 3.45, Rourke versus DeGrom. For the Mets, you have Weeders at 29, Zimmerman at 31, Murphy 4K of cheap shortstop, and Defoe at 2,400. If you want some salary relief, it's not a bad option. Yeah, Bryce Harper's 5,200. He has decent history at the homer off of uh, DeGrom. Then Eaton's 37. So there's good options there if you want to fade DeGrom. I can't blame you at all. You know, I like my Harper and Eaton. Murphy was scratched yesterday with an injury, so keep that in mind. Zimmerman's raking. If you want to do like Eaton, Harper, Zimmerman, wouldn't be the worst thing you could do to be very contrarian. But uh, there's way, way better options tonight. And then for the Mets against Rourke, lefties hit Rourke very well. But this year, it's just kind of like blah. Um, Duda 34, Walker went yard yesterday at 34, Adubo, uh, Cabrera keeps hitting, he's 35, Jay Bruce is on fire at 34, and Fordo 33, all super cheap. Um, if you wanted to, if you had a ton of lineups, I'd say make one Mets stack to just cover your butt, but, um, I wouldn't go all in on the Mets, I'd steer elsewhere for sure. Cubs at Reds, we have, uh, Lester versus Adelman. Get your Cubs on. 4.57 implied team total. Lefties and righties mash Adelman. This is the place to get the Cubbies bats just rolling, and the prices show it. They're like Coors Field prices. You got Rizzo at 53, Zobers 46, Bryant 52, Russell 4,000, Schwarber 49. I love it. If you can stack it, go for it. I love Schwarber at 49. Rizzo is a phenomenal as always, but I like Schwarber more tonight. I think Schwarber goes ding-dong. Uh, in that Great America Small Park, he's going deep. Uh, Schwarber, Rizzo, the whole lineup's in play, but 
I like that 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 matchup really really well. Get your Cubs where you can; they're pricey, so get them where you can. Um, with Coors on play, they might be a little lower owned than normal, but they should have some good ownership to say the least. So get your Cubs, get your Cubs for the Reds going up against um, Johnny Lester. We have an implied team total of, why can't I find it all of a sudden? There it is, 3.93. Lester, like I said, consistent as it comes, so pick your poisons, but everyone's going to look at that BVP and Billy Hamilton, two home runs career off Lester, and he can steal on him all day long. So if you're fading him, you're going to play Billy. Uh, Duvall, Cozart, Duvall, four grand, Cozart, 33, Suarez, 34, Votto, 46. They were disappointed against Miley, so... Wouldn't be surprising that they go off on, on Lester just to piss everyone off. But uh, I will take my options elsewhere and let Lester hopefully do his do his bad thing on the Reds. Royals, Rangers, Kansas City, 4.18 implied team total. Texas, 4.82 is one of the highest on the evening. Um, Nate Carnes versus Cole Hamels. For the Royals against Hamels, I always avoid throwing Hamels in Texas, but... That Royals offense is so bad. Like, we stacked them against Kashner. We stacked them a few other times in great situations at home with the wind blowing out. And they can't hit the goddamn baseball. They didn't score in, like, 14 innings last night. 13 or 14 innings. Uh, through nine innings yesterday. No, they had one run, I think it was. But through nine innings yesterday, I think they'd averaged one run in their last four games. One run per game in their last four games. Like, four runs in 36 innings is what it comes out to. Absolutely ridiculous. They have talent in that offense. And they just can't hit the baseball. So you know what's going to happen tonight, right? They're going to just destroy Cole Hamels. He's going to get out of the, he's going to get run out by like the third inning. It's just the way baseball works. I just can't do it. I can't use their bats. If you want, they're priced pretty pretty good. Can't go wrong. Sal Perez, 3,600. He hits lefties. Good, good hitting catcher. Hosmer, 41. You got Escobar's good hitting shortstop against lefties at 35. Low Kane at 4,200. He matches lefties in the outfield. Those are the guys I look at. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I just can't bring myself to do it on a night like tonight. But what I can do is look at the Rangers. Like I said, they have the fourth highest implied team total on the night. They are at home in that ballpark. It's going to be hot. The weather's heating up. They're facing Nate Carnes. Nathan Carnes just gets mashed by everybody. But surprisingly, really gets mashed by righties. But we're going to just target the world. I love me some Ruggi Odor at 45. I always mention GPP, Mr. Joey Gallo. He started the rally that, that won the game last night. Um, since you chew at 44, my man, Nomar Mazzara is still below 4K. He is $3,800. Get Nomar Mazzara in your lineups, especially your Rangers lineups. He is a, the center of your lineup. Nomar Mazzara. Johnny Lucroy and Mike Napoli. Keep those two in mind. Righties, Mash, Nate Carnes. Uh, they've been quiet to start the year. They've been really quiet. But those two are in play as well as Carlos Gomez. Those three right-handed bats, like I said, righties are mashing Nate Carnes, mashing him. So those three righties will be sneaky low-owned. Everyone's going to look at the left-handed bats. Keep Napoli, Lucroy, and Carlos Gomez in your thoughts. But no more bizarre, folks. Keep him, keep him in your lineups. Cleveland, Chicago White Sox. Kluber, Quintana, Cleveland, 4.01. White Sox. 3.49. We love some Cleveland tonight against Quintana. Quintana just, until he proves me otherwise, I'm going to keep targeting him. Um, Edwin Encarnacion, 4,200. 
Carlos Santana, 4,100. Joe Ramirez, 3,700. He's 9 for 24 lifetime. Lindor, 3,900. Cheapest you're going to see Lindor in a long time. These prices are cheap because they're facing Quintana. Take advantage of it, folks. Take advantage. Michael Brantley, 4,200. 13 for 27 lifetime. Brandon Geyer is off to a horrific start to the year, but he is 7 for 18 lifetime off Quintana if he's there. And I'm not going to say I'm going to play him tonight because i got to see it for a little while. But just so you know, Jason Kipnis is going to be activated and likely in the Indians lineup tonight against Quintana. So if you want low ownership, there you have it. He's 4K. But um, I'll go elsewhere. i got to see him play a little bit. Lefty, lefty. I'll stay away because Quintana actually does okay against lefties. Uh, but Brantley's got great history against him. But Brantley, Lindor, Ramirez, Santana. Lock and load a little, little Indian stack. I love it. Love it tonight. White Sox against Kluber. I'm going to use me some Kluber, but if you want some guys that actually do okay against Kluber, there's a lot of history since they are in the same division, for crying out loud. 3.49 implied team total is the third lowest on the slate. But, uh, like, Melky Cabrera's 3,600. He's 10 for 25 lifetime. Obrey's 12 for 33 lifetime. Garcia, 6 for 20. Small sample sizes if you want something to throw a, throw a stone at. You could go that route, but I'd, I'd, you know, take my options elsewhere. Detroit at Minnesota. Verlander versus Santiago. We have uh, Detroit with a 4.11 implied team total. Minnesota at 3.99. For the Tigers, we're just going to target the world against Santiago. Santiago's off to a good start to the year, but I mentioned Sierra with some, like, Verlanders and Klubers earlier. Santiago's off to a great start. His is like the opposite. It's protracted to go like almost six. His ERA is just like so smoke and mirrors right now. Tigers against the lefty. I know I said the conditions aren't the greatest in Minnesota, but you know James McCann against the lefty behind the plate at 2,900. He's taken Santiago deep twice in his career. I love him at $2,900. Miggy at 4,900 is phenomenal. If you're going to be, you know, you can pay up Rizzo at 5,300, which is great. Or you can go Miggy at 49. I like Miggy at 49. You got Kinsler at 44. Don't forget Castellanos at 3,800. That third base always overlooked at third base. So cheap. Um, lots of things to like when it comes to that lineup in Detroit. For the Twins against Verlander, if you're going that route, you know, Jason Castro at 27. Dozier at 43. Sano at 39. Kepler, 36. Grossman at 34. I like Verlander tonight, but those are your fade bats if you're into it. St. Louis versus Milwaukee. Wayno versus Peralta. We are stacking in this game. This is a game stack, folks. We Now we are talking games. I, I keep saying there's better games to target. This is one of them. We'll start with St. Louis. 4.27 implied team total going with his Willie Peralta. Willie's been getting it done. It's got to come to an end eventually. Matt Carpenter, 19 for 41 lifetime with five doubles and three home runs. He's $4,700. Colton Wong is $3,400. Judd Jericho, $3,900. He went yard yesterday. Um, He'll be playing every day now, most likely because Johnny Peralta is on the DL. Got to let him as DS at 35, Fowler at $4,800, and Gritchick as well. Keep him in mind. But Matt Carpenter is a must if you're playing a Cardinal stack or just a one-off. The problem is he's first base only, and there's another first baseman in this game. Everyone's going to play, and I can't tell you not to. This is where the ownership game just does not matter at all to me. When we're talking Milwaukee, we're talking Eric Thames. He's $3,800 still. DraftKings has not figured out that this guy is just hitting everything under the sun. 
tames the 3,800 is about as much play as it gets cash GPP, whatever you want it to be. He's $900 cheaper than Matt Carpenter. And, uh, everyone's going to own him, but I can't blame you. If you want a cheap catcher, Jet Bandy at $2,700, he's mashing the baseball quietly. No one's really talking about him. A nice cheap option there. Johnny VR at 4,500, Travis shot 36, both phenomenal plays. And then you got Braun at 5,000. So if you want a three man stack, I'd go Thames, VR, Shaw. If you want to make it four-man, you can pay up the 5K for Braun. But, like, Shaw's only 36 and Thames is 38. That's pretty cheap. Sprinkle and VR at 45. And then if you want to go with some other pieces on the other side from St. Louis, knock yourself out. But definitely have some exposure to this game. There's going to be some offense. Both these pitchers are the definition of gas cans at the moment. I said, but then again, we said that about Miley and Feldman, you know, and Kastner. And we saw how that ended up last night. So, I'll probably be recording... Tomorrow and say tis baseball, but you have to all you all you can do is set up for the situations you're given, and this is one of those situations. So set up. Seattle at Oakland, Iwakuma, Manaya, Seattle three five six in fly team total, Oakland three nine four. A little low scoring late night game in Oakland, but I see offense coming. This uh Seattle going up against Manaya, I told you the GPP play, but lefties are uh sorry. Right-handed bats are hitting them well, so get your cheap catcher in Zanino at 2,800. He hit the ball pretty well last night. I sat and watched that game in between uh, intermissions for the Sharks game, and um, his at-bats look good. That double down the line was good. He had some hard, hard foul balls. I know it sounds silly, but I just like to see him hitting the ball hard because he was once a very high, high prospect, and he struggled quite a bit, but uh, $2,800 of that home run potential there. Downey Valencia against the lefty, 32. He struggled mightily this year. But we know what he can do against the lefty. I'm not saying use him, but there's hell, pay 600 more and play Eric Thames at first base. Uh, Robbie Cano, 4,100, hits lefties well. Seager, 3,800, hits lefties well. I love Taylor Motter at 3,100. Phenomenal play there. Nelly Cruz, 4,200 against the lefty. That's a no-brainer, folks. And Mitch Hanniger, 3,400. I like a stack of Motter, Cruz, Hanniger. You could go that three stack right there, and I'm fine. And then you can mix in... Cano, Seager, Zanino if you want, but Moder, Cruz, Hanniger, I'm fine with that right there alone. But it just sucks because they're not in line on the lineup, and that's so it's not an ideal stack, not ideal at all, but just kind of one-off plays, it's interesting. For the A's against Iwakuma, um, I like the A's a lot tonight. A lot of people don't. You know, the Vegas only has them at 3.94 implied team total, but Steven Vogt against a lefty, he'll be hitting in the middle of the order, 3,100. The ball's getting hit very hard off of Iwakuma this year. Lefties are hitting really good against them. Righties are as well. But and So vote at 31. You get a lot of value in this lineup. You can do a little mini two- to three-person A stack. Get some expensive pitching and expensive hitting elsewhere. Vote 3,100. Yonder Alonso, 2,800 at first base. Remember Yonder Alonso. I know there's really good first base options. We just mentioned Eric Thames and others. But he's super cheap, and he's hitting the ball very, very well. Uh, a couple home runs, but a lot of doubles, gap power, perfect for Oco Coliseum. He is a really interesting, good play tonight at $2,800. Don't forget Yonder Alonso. Jed Lowry at $2,700. Off to an amazing start. Hit another almost homer yesterday. Hitting the ball really, really well. Got Adam Rosales, $2,300. Second base, third base eligible. K with the Chris Davis is only $3,800. He's less than four k which is crazy. He's been up there most of the year. He dropped down. Then you always have the value in Matt Joyce, but I wouldn't even go to Matt Joyce with the other value I mentioned in this lineup. You can, but I wouldn't. Like a vote, Alonzo, Davis, Stack, even four-man with Lowry. I'm going crazy. I know it's Oakland. 
this Oakland stack here is the ultimate GPP low owned stack. Uh, like them and that Ray stack I mentioned will both be extremely low owned. And I know I'm very confident at least one, if not both, have very productive games for you. And you could stack one of them, like a two to three or four man stack out of those, and then you can load up elsewhere. It gives you so much flexibility. So Tampa and Oakland, those two those two lineups are going to give you some nice flexibility tonight. Uh, Toronto at the Angels. Toronto 4.27, Angels 4.73, Latos versus Meyer. Uh, Toronto, if you're using their bats against Meyer, Kendrick Morales 3,500. Justin Smoke, cheap first baseman at 28. Tulo 37, PR 31. The only bats I'd be looking at is PR at 3,100, Morales at 35. I told you I like Meyer as my GPP fucking dart of the night. Um, and I love the Angels tonight. We're stacking Angels. No one stacks Angels anymore. I always tell you not to play Angels, but this is the time to play Angels as we're seeing Matt Latos on the hill. When was the last time you saw the Angels with an implied team total of 4.73? I don't remember. Righties destroy Latos. Way more lefties destroy them too, but righties a clip of 355. That's just bananas, bananas, bananas. Um, give me all the Albert Pujols at 4K. He'll be so low-owned, it won't be funny. But go look at those really expensive tournaments, like the $33 and above. Those are where the big boys play. I don't even play in them. Those are where the big boys play. And that's where you get your idea of where the, the sharp action is. P- watch the pool hole ownership. 4K. Uh, if you want a cheap infield option, that's when those are 3K. Trout at 5300 is a lock. And then Calhoun at 37 a little pool holes Trout 1-2 is awesome in my mind just to get some exposure. But you can go Calhoun as well. You got the third baseman and Escobar. Andrelton Simmons hits the ball really well off this Latos in the past at short. You can mix and match if you want, but I wouldn't deviate too much. GPPs, you want that home run upside. So pull holes. And um, so you can go CJ Krong if you want, but he's just off to a horrific start. But I go pull holes and trout. Last game of the night, the Miami Marlins at the San Diego Padres. Conley, Cahill, Miami 3.80, San Diego 3.70. Both pitchers. Pitching pretty well this year. I wouldn't go too deep on the bats here with the other options I've mentioned tonight. But you got Bohr at 3,200, Gordon at 43, Stanton at 47, Yellick at 44, Zuna at 36. For the Padres, I like them a little better. I like Austin Hedges as a nice, cheap catcher punt at 27. He went deep yesterday against the lefty. Will Myers went deep as well at 45. You got Solarte 35, Margot 34, Renfro that power upside against the lefty at 33. So San Diego's interesting. I like Conley on the mound, though. So interesting options there, to say the least. But wow, 15 games, folks. 15 games. We are running, running long. 45 minutes. All right, let me just go over it again really quick for you. Here's our pitching. The top four priced options in this order is I'd go Verlander at 10-3, Kluber at 10-8, Lester 10-6, DeGrom 10-2. Your GPP plays after that, Cueto at 81 Walker at 79, Madaya at 78, GPP and Cash, Sabathia 74, yet Cobb 71, GPP Cash, one of the best cornerstone cash ones, 71 or 7K, Conley, GPP I like a lot, Pomeranz at 67, um, Willie Peralta at 57 is just a scary GPP, but it is a GPP nonetheless, and then your ultimate GPP punt, ultimate, Alex Meyer, 4700 Dollars. Let's run through the positions really, really quick. One more time. Catchers, um, it's going to be a lot of dead air because I'm just going to try to give you the best ones I like. Um, if you want to fade Hamill, Salvi at 36. 
we could go with uh, McCann at 31 against Cobb, the left-handed bat, McCann. James McCann against uh, Hector Santiago, 2,900. Great play. Zanino, 28 against Manaya, Phenomenal play there as well. Jet Bandy, 27 against Wayno. Austin Hedges, 27 against Conley. Some good cheap options there. Moving over to first base, you obviously going to have Anthony Rizzo at 53 against Adelman. Can't go wrong there. Um, you know, Goldie against the lefty in Wood. I missed that Arizona game, didn't I? I missed your Arizona game. How the hell did I miss that? I did. Wood versus Walker. Yep, sorry. Wood versus Walker. And I missed Colorado and San Francisco. Um, you got Coors, Cueto, Chatwood, Stacker, Coors. Um, some Colorado guys actually hit them pretty well. Both implied team totals over five. Dodgers, Arizona. Dodgers, 4.89. Arizona, 4.61. Wood versus Walker. Lefties, Grandall, phenomenal at 35. Agon's been struggling, but 39 is not bad. Justin Turner, day-to-day at 37. Righties do hit Walker very well. Seager at 36 to build around your your uh, Dodger stack. Build around Seager. That is way too cheap. Jock Jams at 38. The Dodgers are too cheap tonight. That is a great stack in that ballpark. Uh, against Alex Wood for Arizona. Yeah, Goldie at 5,100. Drury at 35 makes a really enticing play. I like Chris Owens at 3,500. Shortstop outfield eligible gets on runs, steals bases. Pollock 4,100. Tomas against the lefty at 39. And whoever's catching between Mathis or Ionetta makes a nice play there. Uh, your coolers play, they're all super expensive, so do what you can. But um, <clears throat> sorry, I missed those two. So back to the first baseman's Rizzo 5,300. Like I said, you got Belt at 5K. That's crazy. Cabrera 4,900. Carpenter 47. Good looks there. Freddie Freeman outstanding at 46. Um, there's just so many plays. We're going to be here all night if I go over position by position. But I gave you my stacks. Uh, you got Coors, SF against Colorado. Colorado versus SF. So your Coors stack. Uh, Dodgers against Walker, like I said, super cheap. Build it around Seager. Texas against Carnes is outstanding. Don't forget the right-handed bats, Gomez, uh, Lucroy, Napoli, but build around Mazzara. Angels against Latos. Uh, Trout and Pulholz will be outstanding today. Uh, Arizona against Wood. Cubs versus Adelman. Milwaukee versus Wayno. Thames, uh, VR, Shaw. And then don't forget Braun always. Detroit versus Santiago. Um, great look there. You have... Uh, Tampa Bay. Love me, my Tampa Bay. I told you about Tampa Bay. Don't forget Lomo, but Sousa Jr., Longo. And then Oakland. Tons of value in Oakland. Don't forget Oakland as well. Okay, I can keep talking about this slate all day. I love this slate. I told you that. I tweeted it out like at 5 Pacific time yesterday. I love this slate, but I won't keep rambling on and on. Hit me up on Twitter if you have any questions. At BDNTrick. Um, let's get at it. Let's do this. That was your MLB DFS April 21st edition. Check us out, thesportsdegens.com. There will be a UFC preview coming out. Benched with Bubba with Doc, episode 36. Around the Bases, episode 8 with Bubba and Moe's out. Tons of good stuff. Tons of good content. Check it all out. But let's go make some money. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. I'm out.